Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 104, The Relationship Factor, How to Identify, Steward, and Benefit from the People Who Matter Most. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating and engaging you so that you can become all that God has created you to be. And I believe if we do this, we can change nations. Well, my name is Brian Holmes. It's a delight to have you on the program with us today. Going to be an awesome one. We're talking about relationships. They're so important. And specifically, we're going to talk about how to identify the ones that are most meaningful for the season you're in and how to shape your life on purpose. Let's get started, everybody. Well, yes, it's great to have you on the program today. And we're just always excited to have this time with you, whether you're listening in your automobile, whether you're listening in your home, maybe you're jogging down the street with earbuds in your ears and you've selected to <laughs> elected to listen to us while you're doing the things that matter most to you. I'm just honored and delighted to be a part of your life today. Let's talk about relationships. If you think about it, what is life outside of relationships? How tragic would it be to go through life without having people in your life that actually mean something significant, without having people who speak into your life, without having someone who is a mentor, a friend, a colleague, a brother, a family member, what would it be like just to be the last man on the planet with no one to chat with except for maybe uh, an old beat-up soccer ball (laughs) movie reference? What would it be like to not have the capacity or the ability to engage with and exchange life with someone else who in some way was meaningful to you. Well, how do we classify or categorize our relationships? You say, what do you mean categorize? Well, we're going to talk about that. What about this question? Do relationships change in certain seasons of our life? Well, I think so. I I can tell you that there's very few, if any, people who are presently in my life in a very active way that I was in close relationship with 30, 40 years ago. We tend to to move away from old relationships. How do we navigate relationships when maybe those relationships are tested or conflict arises in the relationship? How do we deal with that? These are all important questions that relate to the relationship factor. And on the program today, I want us to, to deal with how to identify these important relationships, how to steward these vital and important life-giving relationships, and how we can benefit from the people that God has put in our lives and do so in a way that's, that's mutual, that adds value and receives value. And we'll also talk about how to manage when a relationship's time has come to an end. On this program today, we're going to talk about the relationship factor.
Well, on this program, we've talked about relationships in the past. In fact, it's been, gosh, a year and a half ago or so that I I really felt strongly to share some things about relationships. And some of what we say today might be a repeat of that, but I want to add to it some things that I've learned and grown in in my own walk in the last 18 months or so since we've talked about it. Uh, Let me begin by saying that I am really concerned with the trend in our world today that really is pointing us away from intimate, engaging, personal relationships. I'm talking about relationships that involve real conversations, relationships that involve actual doing life together. You say, Brian, what are you getting at? Well, you know, there's been hundreds, if not thousands of new inventions and all kinds of cool technology that's come into our world in the last number of years. And I participate every day myself in electronic engagement. <laughs> but I, I really am concerned that we're losing the art of conversation. We're losing the, the special aspect of what happens when two people engage on a heart level in real relationship. I, I'm concerned that Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Google Plus and all the other uh, Pinterests and the Snapchats and all the social media outlets, because of their popularity and their convenience, have all but replaced the art of doing life and doing relationship with people. I'm just going to say this, and I'm sure I'll make someone mad, but being somebody's friend on Facebook does not constitute a real relationship. In fact, I sincerely doubt that if that's where your friendships mostly are, that you really have people in your life that are adding deep, meaningful value to not only your present and your today, but also your tomorrow, your future, your potential, that which you can be. You see, it takes real relationship, real interaction. It takes the interfacing of two lives, two hearts, two minds, two souls to really constitute relationship. Now, I'm going to get up, get some people upset here, but texting does not constitute a real conversation. In fact, I can tell you I don't like texting much because I, I just feel as though we're, we're not even, it seems like our children, and I have a 20-year-old, soon to be 21, and a 17-year-old, and it seems to me like we've We've lost the art of even to know how to have a real conversation with people. We just short code everything and, and short cut everything. And I, I just feel as though we're missing the beauty, the value, and the depth of what relationships can really mean. You see, to have real relationships, you have to spend time with people. You have to get to know them. <laughs> you have to be willing to, to recognize and see their flaws and still be willing to continue in a relationship. You see... Uh, we can hide a lot of junk behind technology, but when you really just do life with people, you figure out they're not perfect, but you choose to love them anyway. This is a part of this relationship piece. Another concern that I have is that these pseudo relationships that we carry on in the technological world, they've become easy. They've become comfortable. They've become, in my estimation, cop-out ways to, to not quote-unquote feel alone, but yet we really are alone. And I would like to suggest to you that God did not create us to do life alone. In fact, when God created man in the beginning, for those of us who who subscribe to the creation account, 
we know that there was a statement that he said. He said, look, I, I recognize that I've created this incredible entity here, but it's not good for him to be alone. And so even God recognized the value of companionship and the, the context of doing life together with someone else, another human being, great mentor and friend that my wife and I have shared for many years, said something uh, to a group of us, gosh, quite a while back. And I talk about this often, but he said that uh, we only need two things in life to be really successful. You need relationships and you need resources. He went on to say that if you have to choose between the two, always choose relationships because godly, strategic, meaningful relationships will always lead you to the resources that you need. You see, you can have all the money in the world. You can have all kinds of quote-unquote success, but if you don't have in your life really meaningful relationships, I believe you're broke. You're busted. You have nothing. You can have all kinds of resources at your fingertips, but if you don't have a group of people that you can exchange life with, I really believe that ultimately you will be unfulfilled and maybe even unhappy. Now, I know that every person, each person, is uniquely different from the other. In fact, no two people have the same fingerprint. And in the same manner, I believe no two individuals have the exact same personality style or the exact same mindset or propensities. We all have certain strengths and talents and personality traits, abilities, passions, but it is the convergence of those differences in the context of a relationship that makes life work. It is the, the coming together of differences that makes life beautiful and unique. There's an old proverb. Actually, it's, it's the words of Jesus. He says, the eye can't say to the ear, I don't need you. The big toe, this is my translation, the big toe can't say to the arm or the elbow, you're worthless, I don't need you. No, as humankind, we are one body. We are interconnected. We are in many ways interdependent. I need you and you need me. And there is something of value that I can add to you and something of value you can add to me. And we are designed to to have meaningful connections, meaningful relationships. We're designed to interface with other people so that we can offer that value and in turn receive value. So many people evolve into places of extreme isolation, extreme aloneness, if that's a word. And it's because maybe along the way, a relationship that they did give their heart to hurt them or wounded them, or maybe there was a level of betrayal there, or there was some disappointment there. And because of that, they chose, I'm not going to open my heart up again. I'm not going to have relationships again. I'm not going to allow anybody close to me again. I'm going to be guarded. I'm going to put walls up and I'm going to make sure that that I can't be hurt again. And that's so unfair. It's so unkind. It's so unrealistic because to isolate oneself from relationships is to sentence oneself to a life of loneliness and emptiness. The truth is, ladies and gentlemen, as long as we are dealing with human beings, there is always going to be the capacity for disappointment. Yes, you will be hurt. Somebody will hurt your two feelings. And something will happen along the way that will be a disappointment to you. Someone will make a decision or do something or 
or in some way violate the trust you had in them. And you know what? Uh, maybe that person's not right for you any longer, but it doesn't mean that there's not someone that is designed to add value to your life in this season. These wounds, these hurts, these disappointments cannot be the catalyst by which we choose to be alone. You cannot live life successfully alone. We talk on this program about strategic living. This is the Strategic Living Podcast. And I would say to you that it is impossible to live a strategic life without opening your heart to strategic relationships. Impossible. We cannot be people who disengage with communities and friends and loved ones and colleagues, business associates. We cannot just be an island to ourselves and expect to receive the very best that life has to offer us. The truth is, we need each other. Our destiny is tied to other people. Whatever it is that you are called to be, whatever it is you are designed to do, whatever it is you are you are moving toward accomplishing, it will be in relationship with someone else. There's somebody else who's a key to your success, relationships. Well, let's talk about categories of relationships, categories of relationships. I think it's important because not all relationships are meant to occupy the same space in our life, emotionally, spiritually, or even, frankly, as far as our time and physical space is concerned. First category, we have family. That's our spouses, our children, our parents, our, our siblings, our cousins, people that, that, is, that are biologically connected to us in some way or through a, uh, a step relationship or a half relationship, whatever it is, but it's family. It's just family. That's a category. And all of us, in some way, have someone that fits that category. Another category of relationships that I believe is so profoundly important, mentors, teachers, spiritual leaders, these are people who are actually further along in their journey than we are, but they are there in some capacity to lead us, to, to provide some hints and some clues along the way, to teach us, to train us, to guide us. Boy, if you don't have those kind of people in your life, I, I just want to say that's, that's some that you need. The next category are friends and peers, people who, who are just good buddies and friends and people we do life with, playing games, doing football, you know, going to the park and or going to dinner or having breakfast with. These are people that are friends and peers. Well, another category that most of us in our adult life will experience are workplace relationships or career-oriented relationships. These are people we work with, people we report to. Maybe there are people that we are managers of or we lead in some capacity. Workplace relationships. And then I would like to throw in a fifth category. These are casual acquaintances. These are people that we know them and they know us, but we're not really actively doing life with them. But, you know, it's not like we, we feel uncomfortable when we're around them. Now, here's the key. We have family. We have mentors, teachers, and spiritual leaders. We have friends and peers. We have workplace relationships, and we have casual acquaintances. It is incredibly important that you know who you are and where you are in your life at this time. Because we must accurately and effectively identify where each relationship we have fits. What category does this relationship fit in? And it's like, well, you know, I want to treat all people equal and I want to I want to be the same person to everybody and I you know I want to make sure that that I'm accessible to everybody. Well, you know what? That's that's craziness. That's not realistic. It's not practical. 
it's not sustainable. In fact, it's it's going to drive you crazy because not every relationship fits really well in every category. I will tell you that if I'm with the the pope or the president and my phone rings and it's it's either my wife or my son or my daughter or my elderly mother because my family is more important to me than anything else in this life as far as relationships are concerned, they're going to take priority over someone who's just a friend or a peer. I have mastered the art of the ignore button on my phone when the phone rings because I don't have the same capacity or need to speak to every person at a given time. But if certain people call me at a certain time, I answer the phone because that relationship is in a different category. Many times we we will call someone a friend who is just an acquaintance. We throw that word friend around very easily. I bet you if you were to check your Facebook quote-unquote friends, I bet you would find probably hundreds of people that you have never met in your life. You don't know them. You don't, you've never sat down and had a cup of coffee. You don't know their struggles. You don't know their life. You don't know their kids' names. They're just acquaintances. But yet we call people friends who are simply acquaintances. Sometimes we've known someone for years. And because of the length of the relationship or the, 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 the length of time we've maybe known a person or been around them, we assume that that relationship uh, provides a merit that they can hold a certain place in our life. And, and I would just say to you, I, there's some people I've known for 20 years, but they don't have access to me. It's not being ugly. It's just I have to choose. I only have so much bandwidth. I only have so much emotional energy to give to relationships. And and some people that, have, that I've known for years simply can't be in that category because I, I just can't be all things to all people. In our show notes, I'm going to provide you with a, a graphic that I created some time ago that I think will give you a visual that will help you to see this. I call it the circle test. And if you could imagine concentric circles, sort of at an oblong angle, but let's just say there's one, two, three, four, five, six circles, uh, the smallest one being in the very middle, then a, a little bit larger one next, a little bit larger one next, and so on. The, the one in the middle, the core, is self. Because I believe that the most important relationship that you and I have outside of our relationship with God is our relationship internally. Do I know who I am? Am I in conflict with my own essence, my own person? Is there internal struggles happening where where even within myself there's conflict? Or, Or am I in good standing relationship and do I know who I really am? Am I solid? Am I firm? Am I focused on my identity, my purpose, my my strategy, my focus, my life? It is an internal relationship that I believe is the most important one you can have. The next circle outside of that, which is the next most important uh, category, if you will, or or area of relationship is family. We've talked about this. It's wife, children, mom, dad, siblings, etc. The next circle outside of that, I'd simply call it close friends. These are covenantal friends. These are people that we do life with on a very close level. If they're going through hell, we're going through hell with them. If they're hurting, we're going to be in the trenches loving them, encouraging them, standing with them. If they're struggling financially, we're going to be there to make sure they have what they need. If someone's sick in their family, we're going to be the ones cooking them dinner and taking them lunch. You see, those are close friends. Those are people that we're we're doing life with on a deep level. The next circle outside of that is acquaintances. Acquaintances. 
These are people that we know that we can hang out with. Maybe they're in a larger group if we go out with some friends, but they're not close. They're, they're not, we're, we're not doing life on the same level as we are with our close friends and with our family. It's important that we, we assess and know. Uh, and I want to just stress here that it is often the case where we allow acquaintances, people that should fit in that category, to be in our inner circle. And they're taking up space, and I know that sounds crude and harsh, but they're taking up space that should be allocated for people with whom we are doing deep life. Now, people, many times in a relationship, they begin as acquaintances, and as we develop the relationship, they can move from one circle to another circle. They can move from acquaintances to close friends. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that people are stuck in a place, but we need to know where they fit right now. The next level outside of acquaintances is the crowd. It's a noisy area. It's a busy area. It's, it's a lot of people there, you know? I mean, uh, just because you go to uh, a large church every Sunday doesn't mean, let, let's, just, let's take that example. You go to a, a church that runs 1,000 members, all right? That's a crowd. And you know faces there, and you might even know some names. And within that context, you may have some acquaintances. You may have some very close friends. You may even have family. But the crowd is the larger group. It's the Even though you are familiar with that space, it doesn't mean they've made it into your acquaintance circle or your close friend circle yet. The crowd. And the last circle, and this circle does exist in every one of our lives. These are enemies and fools. Now, I'm using terms the Bible uses, okay? So don't shoot me. Don't judge me. I'm using some terms that come from the greatest wisdom book ever written, the book of Proverbs. And I'm talking about people who are not for you. And these, hey, these may be family members. <laughs> people that that are jealous or they hate your success. They don't want to see you do well. And they're never encouraging. They're always, they're always judging. They're always putting you down. They're always trying to make you be in the place they think you belong. These are enemies and fools. And we must weed these people out of our life. But that circle is there. And you need to know who's in that circle. And you need to make sure that those people don't ever make it into your acquaintance or your close friend circle. Because those people, if they make it into those categories, they can injure you. They can hurt you. They can bring you a lot of grief and cause you a lot of pain. It's important that you know where these people are. Well, only you can define these areas. Who, who really belongs in your family circle? I, I hate to say this, but not all of my extended family members belong in my family or close friend circle because of whatever reasons, dysfunction or arguments or disagreements or whatever. But, you know, you got to know who is a friend, who is an acquaintance, who, who belongs really in the crowd. And, and that's really where I, I can interact with them, but they're in that context and not in any other context. Who are the people who are truly enemies of my success or they're fools, they're they mouth off, they have a lot of things to say, but nothing they say is of value to me and where I'm going right now in my journey. You have to inventory and measure your relationships and know where they fit. A very important thing in understanding the value of relationships is placing the relationships in the correct circle. Listen, if, if God brings someone into your life that is designed to be a close intimate, covenantal friend. And for whatever reason, maybe it's a lack of trust. Maybe you've been hurt before. Maybe you've decided or vowed never to open your heart again to a relationship. 
but you decide to keep that person that God brings into your life on the outside, maybe in your acquaintances or maybe even in the crowd, then you've missed an opportunity to receive and benefit from the the value of what that exchange of life could bring to you. Conversely, if there's somebody in your orbit right now who really should just be a crowd person or even maybe an acquaintance, but you give them space and you allow them into your inner circle, your close friend circle, that relationship is destined to be one that takes from you, does not reciprocate value. You would give and give and give and and be at best disappointed in return. Maybe another example that could be worse is when you allow a fool or an enemy into your camp. And you know what? Let me just digress here for a moment. I am a recovering people pleaser. In other words, I've often been guilty of of wanting everyone to like me, everyone to feel like, you know, I'm okay, you're okay, everybody's okay, we're all good. Uh, I've just... Believe me, I'm I'm over it today more than I ever have been. I'm still I'm sure I'm still working on it to some level. But a person who is performance oriented and is deeply insecure or has the the need for people's approval many times will allow a fool or an enemy into their friend world because they want everybody to like them. But what they don't understand is that fool's proximity to the heart brings influence and attitudes and it brings difficulty and conflict and struggle. And ultimately, that person's influence, their attitudes, their lack of willingness to grow themselves, their overall lack of character, or just plain evil, those things begin to affect your own ability to pursue everything that God has for you. A lot of interesting verses of Scripture in Proverbs about the fool. You know what I believe? I believe that every single person, every person has the potential for greatness. Therefore, every person has the potential to add something of value to your life. However, you and I must use discernment in understanding where that person is presently in their journey and in yours. Is the relationship supposed to be a crowd relationship, an acquaintance relationship, or has the relationship progressed long enough, deep enough, and authentically enough to where now there's space in my inner circle for a person who God has put in my life to add value to me and for me to add value to them? These are important things to consider. I want to wrap up this episode by sharing with you some things that I hope you'll be thinking about. One, some relationships are just seasonal. In other words, they, they come into your life on purpose, by purpose, and for a purpose, but that, that season has an expiration date on it, and that's not a bad thing. It's not like something tragic or difficult or horrible or, or some big violation has to happen for the relationship to end. It's just that that relationship was for a season. And here's my piece. If you if you have been involved in a deep, incredible, meaningful, godly relationship for a season, but you find yourself not satisfied any longer or something's not right any longer, it could be that that season has come to an end. The person's still a great person, still love them, can hang out with them every, every once in a while, whatever. But the point is, is that the, the depth and the scope and the magnitude and the purpose for that relationship 
that season has expired. And I would suggest it's not wise to continue to invest into a relationship whose season has expired. Because what happens is we drain ourselves of our own emotional resources, our own spiritual resources, and even our financial resources. You have to be able to identify has a relationship's season come to an end. Number two, some relationships are designed by God to be covenantal in nature, meaning they're deep. There, there, there are some, some promises, some covenants, some deep heart-level stuff involved. And many of those, and most of those, I would say, usually tend to be lifetime relationships. Number three, some relationships are situational. These are relationships like business relationships, business partnerships, uh, maybe a contract between your company and a client. Maybe they're educational in nature. Most times, situational relationships are temporary, meaning they have a beginning and an end time frame that's just natural. Number four, some relationships are strategic, and they have to do specifically with your assignment, your, your life purpose, your design, your destiny, all the words I could bring up here, but you have to be aware and discerning of the relationships that come into your space that God has sent to you that are meant to be strategic gateway type relationships in your life. Number five, all healthy relationships, I believe, are given by God to be mutually beneficial and for the common good. What do I mean by that? Listen, don't just be a taker. I can assure you that if a new and meaningful relationship comes into your life, it's not just so you can benefit. There is something that you have to offer them that is every bit as valuable as what they are offering you in the relationship. Don't filter relationships based on just what they can do for you. Be sensitive and aware, what is this relationship designed to produce mutually? How can I be a life source? How can I be a benefit to? How can I add value to the person that I'm opening my heart to and entering into this relationship with? I want to leave you with a couple of questions, and I, I really hope you'll take time to consider these. Have you inventoried your relationships lately? Have you really looked at the people that are in your life? Where do they fit? What circle should they be in? Maybe they were once a close friend, but now because of life and the journey and progress you've made or a change of seasons, maybe they need to be moved to an acquaintance category or even a crowd. Maybe they've been an acquaintance, but something has shifted now. And, and now there's not only the opportunity, but there's the impetus for there to be movement to where they become a closer relationship. Someone who is more on the inside of where you are today in your journey. Have you inventoried your relationships lately? Number two, are there people in your life that do not add value to you any longer, but rather maybe they're taking away from you. Maybe they are a drain. <laughs> maybe they are wearing you out. Number three, do you have relationships in your life that need to be moved from one category to another? We've talked about that. Number four, this is important. Do you have room in your life right now for new, strategic, meaningful relationships that could add value to your life and help you to move into a new and glorious season. I'm asking you and I'm really imploring you, take time, look at your relationships. The relationship factor is everything. Jim Rohn, incredible trainer, speaker, author, 
one of my heroes, really, he said this, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I'm going to say it again. Jim Rohn, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I'll leave you today with one question. What are you doing to raise your average? Well, i tell you, as we're closing this out, the last two or three years of my life, I have experienced and I have walked through the process that I'm talking to you about right now. And I have come to believe that relationships are everything. We're going to continue this conversation next week about relationships. I hope you're around for that. It's going to be awesome. Well, a couple of quick announcements. We are still in the middle of the Ties That Bind online training program beta launch. This is a limited, a very limited launch to a very small group of people. We're going to be doing a much larger campaign in the first part of 2016. But right now, until October the 31st, you can access the Ties That Bind online course the book, the study guide, the videos, the transcripts, all the audio sessions bonus courses, all of that at brianholmes.com forward slash ties, brianholmes.com forward slash ties. You can find out more information and enroll at that particular address. Again, the card is closing for good for the rest of this year, October 31st. So hurry now, go to brianholmes.com forward slash ties to find out more about that online training program. You can find all the links and the information from this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 104. Hey, we'd love to hear from you, your comments, your questions, your engagement on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Love to have you subscribe to the podcast and to our weekly email updates. All of those you can find at brianholmes.com. Till next time, may God richly bless you. We look forward to seeing you back here very, very soon.